I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good, you were born to be great. What's going on world, welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host CJ. Joined by the Bayesian sensation, Carl Phillips. What's going on? What's going down? And the hip-hop preacher, Eric Thomas, Dr. Thomas, what's going down, fellas? Y'all good? Don't stop. Rock to the bang, bang, boogie, tap, jump the boogie. (laughs) Hey, look, man, it's about 3 o'clock in the morning. We bringing y'all energy. Listen, man, hip-hop preacher like, yo, I can't do it at the normal time. Get y'all butt up. At three o'clock and let's roll. So um, yeah, we out the here, man. Out I promise you, we still gonna have just as much energy. No, 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 not more. No more. <laughs> we fresh. Yo, and and I just came off a of vacation with a, a two and a half year old and an infant. And so you know how it is when you come off the vacation, you need a vacation. Oh, much respect. <laughs> so, much respect. Yeah, no, we we just got in last night uh, for a quick break and then headed back out. Um, but listen, man, I, I, I'm going straight into Am I Tripping Or? My Am I Tripping Or is, is related to the vacation this week. Um, am I Tripping Or? Are the hotel room keys still like the most ancient played out thing in the world? Now, let me explain. Technology has come a long, long way. I could do everything from my phone. I could do all kind of crazy stuff with fingerprint technology and all of this. And I still got this key that I got to either put in, swipe, touch to the keypad, whatever. And somehow it continues to get deactivated. Uh, every uh, time. At least four or five times every while time. I'm staying at the hotel. On the 18th now, floor. usually, listen, usually, okay, it ain't that deep. But I'm staying at the Fountain Blue. With a two and a half year old and an infant. So that means stroller for little mama, Miss Avery. That means me, my wife puts in a stroller, me trying to keep up with Trey Trey. 20 bags. So it's about a seven mile walk from the front desk oh, to the room. All day, all day. Why did the key deactivate Ooh. about 10 times? So I go down there the last time and I'm like, I'm not sure if y'all having trouble with the keys. You know, I'm you know I'm trying to be I'm patient in 2016, so I'm not mad at nothing. I'm just like, what's going on with the keys? Why does she tell me? And I've heard it before, but to, this time I had to just let it be known. This is the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. She says, make sure you don't put it near your wallet your or your phone, phone. Yeah. I said, boo! I only got two things in my possession: my wallet and my phone. How in the world am I supposed to keep the keys separate from my wallet and my phone? And that's all I got. So I'm sitting there like, man, am I tripping or is this like the most ancient? It's got to be. I'm just saying. It's been on the same thing for the last 30 years, though. My (laughs) thing is, like Facebook, like we went from MySpace, you know, to Snapchat, Uh you know, Uh in a matter of a couple months. Black Planet. Oh, man. And we still on. Don't put your, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying, oh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, see, where do you put it? Because in one pocket, you got your phone. The other pocket, you probably just got to keep that joint in your hand. Is that the plan? I'm talking about, the. Uh, remember when TJ had the floppy disk? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, hey. I got some files here for you. Just uh, grab hey, them that's off. Hey, that's the inside joke. Yeah. But shout out to uh, our boy TJ, love him to death. But I promise you, he came into Michigan State probably like eight years after the, uh, Thumb drive was invented. I'm talking about the, the floppy thumb drive. Disc. 
And, and Carl, who is the nicest guy on the planet, who always going to try to look out for you. <laughs> Carl looked at you, he was like, I can't do nothing with that. <laughs> Dog, we died laughing. So, no, nah, it is... Um, it is definitely. Hey, but at uh, least it was uh, a slim. It was a slim. Uh, uh, th- uh, what was it, Carl? Floppy disk. It was a slim. Floppy. It was a, yeah, a, nah, yeah. But I'm saying though, am I tripping? No, like for real, the technology got to come up on the hotel. Oh, room. Sure. I'm, I'm standing at the Fountain Blue in Miami. I'm talking about this thing is next level. They got all kind of TVs in the bathroom walls and all. I'm like, bro, y'all can't come with something better than this. And then I got to go all the way down to the main lobby. Little Trey tearing the hotel up. He tired, ready to go to sleep. We just came in from eating. I got the itis, and I got a seven-mile walk back to the front desk. So it was insane. But um, overall, man, let me tell y'all something. Miami, Miami, Miami yes, came sir. with yes, it. Sir. I'm talking about that joint was crazy. And I don't like to compare cities, but Miami might have been uh, the title holder as of this point just in terms of the energy that was in the building. I don't know what was going on, man, but... Um, Shout out to everybody who came out to Miami because I promise y'all that was a, a an amazing time. And for me, I'll be honest, anytime I get to bring my family, I know Carl, you had Tamisha there and uh, Didi was there. But anytime for me, you know, my family gets to come, it's just the extra like energy burst that I get no, no for doubt. some reason. No doubt. Um, no doubt. You know, just knowing your, your crew yeah. is with yeah. you. You know what I mean? It's one thing to leave them at home and you kind of got, you know, that on the back of your mind and. You know, E, I know you kind of, you know, mentioned this as well. Like, you know, you love when Diddy comes because it's just like you don't got a care in the world. Like, if she there, it's like, okay, we can go. And um, having my family there was great. And my family's coming with me to Charlotte, of course, not not, not that far drive. So, um, Charlotte is going to be crazy. So, make sure y'all Charlotte, don't miss out get in on the, the building. Get About in the three building. Weeks away. September 17th will be in Charlotte, so make sure, Charlotte, y'all come check us out. But Miami, man, any any thoughts on Miami? Any any Anything y'all want to add to the experience? I was going to say, I mean, like you said, we kind of went back and forth. Like she said, we don't really do the whole comparison thing, but D.C. was one of the strong ones we had before. And I think walking away from Miami, everybody in the team was like, yo, I think they got D.C. beat. Like, the, like she said, man, the energy in that room, just the – People came to learn. It wasn't like no show, you know what I'm saying? This was no entertainment. People came to learn. Like you could hear people sharing their stories. Like, yo, I'm trying to take my life to a whole new level, man. So just that energy was bananas, like she said. Yeah, no, we had uh, quite a few of our Breathe You students there. and They were geeked up. And, you know, our Breathe You students, they've been there about uh, every one. So, um, but no, all, all of them been phenomenal. This has been a phenomenal tour. I mean, just from top to bottom, it's just been great. Um, but Miami, it was just, a, it was a, a different energy in there the other day. And I don't know why, for some reason during the main session, I don't know what got into E, but it was like emotional. It was funny. It was like a whole, you know what I mean? It's a whole range of emotions that we were feeling. Like I was, I usually stand out there the whole time and I actually just, I seen E go in one of those zones, so I just kind of, you know, uh, sunk to the back with Carl. Me and I'm Carl talking about back fan mode, like, see, just fan oh, mode. Oh, pure <laughs> fan mode. I love it. Shout out to everybody who comes up to me like, how do you how do you stay motivated? I'm like, I listen to E too. What you talking about? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm about to give some crazy answer. Well, actually, I'm too close to Eric. I'm like, nah, please. I'm sitting back there like a fan, so... Um, no, he definitely came with it, man. It was a strong, strong hookup. But um, let's transition. Anyway, 
I, you know, and man, I promise y'all, he and me, me and he joked the other day. Carl said we going on the um, the self assessed tour. The inability. We going from average skill, phenomenal will to the inability to self assess tour. Uh, uh, and uh. I promise, I know, and my breathing you students, they probably gonna be like, "See, shut up, <laughs> yo." It is still the most prevalent problem we have in American yeah, society sir. Today, today as it relates to you today. going to the next level. It is the inability. And I saw it run rampant again in Miami. I saw it at a few different, uh, on a few different occasions. And I was just like, wow, you still don't get it. And for those of you who are new to the podcast and new to what we're doing, we believe that the very first step in you going to the next level is being able to self-assess and finding out what it is that you're supposed to be doing. Now, I say supposed to be doing, not what you want to do, right? What you're supposed to do. There's a difference between that, to be honest with you. And I think people still get caught up in what looks flashy, what they think could make the most money, what they enjoy doing the most. And you end up heading down a path that does not bear fruit. But again, e, I don't. I, I'll let you take it away because I, I mean, you said a dead horse. I said that horse is not only alive. I'm the one the triple crown. That horse is still alive and well. And so, um, talk to us, man. I guess my question for you guys is, and and I I, I promise y'all, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm not into that. But I, I don't have that problem. I feel like I'm able to self-assess pretty well as it relates to my skill set. Like, I, I'm not one of them dudes that's like, oh, yeah, I can do this because I can, you know, whatever. But, like, I do have a keen sense of awareness about where my strengths lie and where my weaknesses lie. Um, and understand that that's critical because if you know what your weaknesses are, then you can then hire or put yourself around people who then have that as a strength and it can make you look sweet. So me and E look sweet standing next to Carl because Carl has a completely different skill set than we have. You know how dumb me and E would look together? Matter of fact, you wouldn't know because you would never have seen us. Why? Because both of us, right, both of us are practitioners. We want to be out there teaching, doing our thing, but neither one of us are going to sit back and edit a video. And so there are skill sets that we don't have that Carl has that makes us look great. So you almost see it as degrading yourself when you're honest with yourself. But the reality of the situation is if you're able to self-assess, you're able to then find out what you need in addition to your skill set to make you look ridiculously sweet. So E, why is it that most people have such a high opinion of themselves even when maybe it's not warranted in certain areas. Yeah, I think you just made a great point. You know, you, 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 we talk about intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation, like that's our thing. And I think it's the same thing. It is the, it is the focus. Some people are focusing on external, like what do people think about me? What do people see? You know, how do I want to be seen by others? And then there's another group C, that are, they're focused on the internal. They're focused more on, you know, the reality, the truth. It's like, I don't really care what people think about me. I care more about, you know, reality. I care about what I would, what I call absolute truth. And I just want to give you a quick example. I saw a meme this morning and it was of, let's say Bill Gates, you know, um, and let's say one or two other uh, billionaires. And I, I'm not, I wasn't familiar with who 
the other two gentlemen were. But what you saw see was, you know, the khaki pants. And we're not even talking about, you know, the $500 designer khaki, you know, true religion uh, khakis, you know, and, uh-huh. and, and, you know, and a <laughs> true religion making a khaki. You, you know what I'm saying? The four, $500 khakis. We're talking about let's the plain, you know, khakis, not even probably Levi's, you know, and, and a nice little plaid shirt. Right. And what the, and what the um, what the meme said, I was like, this is just genius. The meme was like, you know, people who the goal is to be rich, not to look rich. You know, and and they had Zuckerberg. He had on like a little white, a gray T-shirt and some jeans. It was like, for real, the goal is to be rich, not to look rich. And so I think, see, it's a it's an issue of focus. There's one group that wants to appear successful. They want to appear sweet. And they're so worried about what people think that they're not really focusing on being sweet. You know, and and, and again, it's tough. You know, it is tough. To, to have the type of skin where you're like, I don't care what people think about me. You know, as I'm going through the process, I can look stupid. Like, you know, the guy that was doesn't want to raise his hand in class. I promise you, he don't know the answer. I promise you he in the classroom and he's stuck. Like, it's like, I don't know what this teacher is saying, but he's afraid see to raise his hand and say, I don't understand because he's afraid to look ignorant in front of other people. When the reality is you are ignorant. Like, that's why you were in school. That's why you were in the class. If you knew it, you wouldn't be in the class. But 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 the inability or the not, not, not to have the courage, you know, that's necessary to say, I don't care about the external. I don't care about how it looks. I care more about, you know, um, the reality of it, the growth. And then I just want to say this. You said something deep about um, the people that you surround yourself with. I just think it's easier, see, if I'm saying I'm not that sweet, you saying I'm not that sweet in this area, the peer pressure is off. You feel me? It's kind of like, yo, see, see, ain't trying to act like he all that. I ain't trying to act like that. So the pressure is not there. So, all right, Carl, we need your help. And it's easier to, you know, it's easier to do that. And I just think about my wife. Yeah, that's deep. That's deep. No, that's deep because I'm thinking like as you sitting there talking and I'm thinking, yo, I get it now a little bit like people trying to impress you and let you yep. know they sweet too because yep. they thinking you couldn't possibly want to be around me if you don't think i'm sweet so therefore i'm gonna go overboard and try to be like super sweet but then you come across looking bad because man you haven't accomplished what you like for real that they're, they're he, he been talking about measurement you know and i think that's one of the most critical things like how are you measuring this so-called success that you have? Right? Because I think one of the things that, and you guys got to understand, one of the things that allowed us to get to this level was the humility. Like, we never got too too good or too big to do, you know, to take certain opportunities and to, you know, maximize certain, you know, things that we had going on at the time. And I think some of you, you get the big head and you think you should be further along than you are or in your head you're further along and you turn down opportunities because you think you're above oh, them. Come and on, I'm man. You, it's, See, yeah. man, let me tell you something. We got Amanda and Breathe You. I will never forget Amanda posted on our group me. And remind me to come back to Didi later. But she posted on group me like I'm rock bottom. You know, at this time she had probably been six months sober. But she was actually dealing with some of the consequences, you know, of not being sober, you know, up to that point. So she was homeless. You know, um, just really, you know, rock bottom, see? And she said, 
when she got herself together, one of the things, of course, she had to do was get employment. And I'll never forget when she took the job as a waiter, she put on there how humble she was to have to get this job as a waiter. Like she was almost like she saying, I got to start over from scratch. But she was like, I will do whatever it takes. And, and man, it blew my mind. She said, no matter where I am and no matter where I have to start, I will use the principles that I have learned in Breathe University. Like I'm going to use and apply those principles. So she's like, it doesn't make a difference where I am. I will apply those principles. I promise you, see, she was getting on our Sunday call um, testifying about how she was making 200 and some dollars a night. You know what I'm saying? And watch this though, see, this has nothing to do with Amanda. There are those people that I know, see, who are taking jobs. Like I, I work for uh, so-and-so hospital. I work for so-and-so bank. I work for so-and-so financial institution. And see, no disrespect, but it's not, it's not in the spirit of humility. They're saying it like they the physician. They making $12 an hour, see? They could barely. Oh, but I'm working for, for the financial group. You feel me? You know what but they don't have a pocket. It sounds sweeter than saying I'm a waitress. But I'm just saying. No matter how much paper they I'm making. They're they not making no paper. They driving a 2015. They got about five or six sweet outfits. But but when, but when they go open that door at night, see, they, 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 uh, there's an eviction notice. There, there's the phone getting cut off. They're barely eating. They're eating ramen noodles. You know, they don't have the, the water getting cut off, but they don't, but, but, but as long as people don't know it, see, as long as people don't know it, they can hide behind their 2015. They can hide behind those designer clothes that they have. And, and I'm just saying like, yo, when are we going to get to the point where we operate off truth? And the truth of the matter is you living from check to check. And while Amanda might not have a sweet job or a sweet title, she owns her own home. She got a washer and dryer. She got a reliable vehicle. You, you understand what I'm saying? In a matter of months, though, Ian. In a matter yeah, yeah. of like I'm, a you short time. You're talking about time. two months, see? Yeah. I mean, uh, Carl, you're not even talking two months. I'm talking about a short time. So, see, the other thing I'll add, and this is for all my entrepreneurs, for real, for real. One of the things that I use personally is think of the industry that you're in. There's a standard in that industry. Like, seriously, like, okay, I'm doing TGIM. But I promise y'all, I used to look at James Cameron, my man that made Titanic. He got the top grossing films. Now, you may say it as something different, but he turned the camera on and he making the top grossing film. I turned the camera on and I got 50 people watching the video. Let's just be real. It's the same industry. He using a camera, I'm using a camera. So I'm looking at it in a big scheme. Like, yo, is, how could I possibly walk away after watching one of my man movies and think that I'm sweet? It's not possible. It is not possible. I don't care what camera I use. I don't care how many people look well, at it. And here's the thing. Let me challenge y'all, though. Because here's the thing. You see the people, Carl, who they didn't turned it on, looked at their stuff, looked at Avatar, and been like, ooh, yup. I think that's the person that, like, make me want to choke them out. <laughs> right. Is that person who, like, E, you talked about it. Your homegirl inviting everybody out to see her sing, right? Shout out to everybody who got the Average Skill Phenomenal Will audiobook. In the audio book, he tells the story of a young lady who, hey, you tell the story. I'm, I don't, I don't want to put your friend's business out, but but get the audio book and you'll hear it, but give him a little sample, well, well, please. I think, Carl, just play it, Carl. You know what I'm saying? Just play it so that way, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to mess it up. It's a little short part, Carl, so just play it. Chapter 1, The 120 Mindset, Awareness. Awareness allows us to get outside of our mind and observe it in action. Dan Brule.
I remember it like it was yesterday. A girlfriend of mine invited Didi and myself to come hear her sing at an event. She was pumped up. I'm talking about amped for that opportunity. She passed out flyers, made announcements, follow-up calls. Look, homegirl even sent out reminder tweets. She did practically everything short of running out a billboard to get the word out that she was performing that night. And I knew if I had missed it, man, I would have never heard the last of that. So Didi and I kept our promise. Yep, we kept our word, and we showed up that night. And let me be honest, the talent was pretty good. But I knew it wouldn't compare with what my homegirl was getting ready to bring to the stage. Now, I'm going to be honest. I had personally never heard her sing before, but she had to be all that in the bag of chips because all she talked about was her performances and how people just raved about how good she was. So there Didi and I were, front and center, ready to support my old girl. As she entered on stage, she had a lot of confidence when the MC announced her name. Man, and what was crazy was her stage presence. Like she walked on stage with so much confidence. She looked at the crowd with the ooh, kill him smile, right? And then I knew it. I knew she had to be good because they gave her a round of applause. And just as the music began, she grabbed that mic like she had been on the stage a thousand other times and said, <coughs> excuse me, but first and foremost, I just want to say thank you to everybody that came out to support me tonight. And uh, as always, I won't be before you long, um, but I just wanted to sing this song that's been on my heart, right? And uh, it goes a little something like this. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. Words cannot properly convey the sound that came out of my homegirl's mouth. Suffice it to say that nails running over a chalkboard may have been more of a pleasing sound. But I heard somebody in the back row say, Yo, why y'all keep giving her the mic? Why does she insist on singing when it's obvious sister girl can't sing? Walking away that night, hmm, I had to ask myself, like if it's so obvious to almost everybody else in the room that she couldn't sing, like singing wasn't her strong suit, how could it not be obvious to her? Couldn't she hear herself? What was the disconnect? It just seemed like it wouldn't go away. And so eventually, after a few conversations with CJ, it became clear, not, not just my friend, but many of us suffer from an inability to self-assess. Okay, so we just heard it, and, and E, so th that, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, I'm pretty sure if you put, like, Mariah Whitney or somebody on with them, she like, yep, I, I'm, I'm right there with them. Whew. Here's my deal, though, C. You know, I, every basketball player you know, who going to go to the NBA and he in high school and he ain't got a letter yet. You know what I'm saying? See, like we, we saw LeBron, you compare yourself to LeBron, but LeBron, they were showing his high school games. See, they were showing his high school games on ESPN. I remember the, 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 the green and white boy with the Irish, you know what I'm saying? So it's like LeBron didn't, he didn't say I'm the best high school basketball player in the world. Right, he was on the cover of Sports you Illustrated. You know what I'm saying? 16, at 16, so, so it's not like that's a measurement. Th that's too. a measurement. The the the, M the NBA, the D1. He didn't even go to a uh, college. They were saying he was ready to come to the league. He was a phenom. So I'm just saying, see, we got individuals out here who are self-promoting. You know what I'm saying? Who are saying 
I'm good at this. I'm good at that. And I think that's a problem. Now, we're not talking about, and I don't know how to the balance. So let me just stay on my point. I never said I was uh, one of the best speakers in the world. I never walked around talking about myself. The, the Google said it. The people said it. The, 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 the commercial said it, you know, and so I, I just want us to know as entrepreneurs, you shouldn't have a low self-esteem, but you shouldn't be self-promoting. Other people should be saying you're that sweet or the industry should be talking about you. You know what I'm saying? Like the industry should be saying, man, you know about like you'll hear me say uh, Tony Robbins. You'll hear me say Les Brown. You'll hear me say Dan Hardy. You'll hear me say Robert Kiyosaki. You'll hear me say Bob Proctor. Why? Because they, they, they the measurement in the industry. Like, you don't hear me talking about uh, 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 Charles uh, Wellington, whoever he is. I don't, I don't, nobody's ever talked about him in the speaking game. Now, he might exist and he might be traveling. But when you talk about standard industry, these are the people who are there. And it's not because they said they're there. Their work speaks on their behalf. Yeah, and he said something deep, guys. It's not that we trying to say, okay, you need to go look in the mirror and tell yourself you're terrible. Right. It's not what we're trying to do. What we're trying to show you is that we were able to get to a certain level because we understood we were at where we were at. Right? So when you go to the mall and you look at the directory, we just went to the Aventura Mall in Miami. It's humongous, right? So you go stand and you look at a directory. It says you are here. And so if you want to get to Macy's, there's a certain set Absolutely. of moves that you need Absolutely. to make in order to get Ab to Macy's. Not, not the moves you want to make. Not the moves you write. Not, it, you are right. here. Absolute I'm truth. telling you, yeah. Macy's to the left, doggone it. You're going to have to go left. And some of you, you never stop to say you are here. You, don't, you have no clue where you at. So you're trying to get to Macy's and you don't even know where you're moving. And so what we're trying to tell you is to discover where you're at. So you know what you need to get to that space. It's not us trying to degrade you. We knew we were at middle schools and we were at a middle school level. So we knew what we needed to do to get to high schools. Some of you, you might be at a middle school level and you trying to go straight to the NFL and it does not work. You are here. This is where you're supposed to be. And from here, before you get to Macy's, you got to walk by a uh, 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 white black house or whatever, white black market. You got to walk past a few other stores before you get there. And you want to teleport straight there. And I'm telling you, it does not happen like that. And so for us, I think one of the things, and this is why we've been on it so tough. And when we went to Australia in 2015, we said we would be on this for the entire year is teaching people how to self assess. Not only your skill set, but once you assess your skill set, finding out where you are within the industry because that will uh, dictate your next move. Yeah, 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 yeah. And let me say this, see, because I want to give you a practical, you know, um, I want to give you a practical illustration. Somebody's listening, they like, okay, I'm still stuck a little bit. Listen to me very closely. If it's D1 basketball and you a guard, you could put your, you could put your name or you could put in Google the top guards in the NCAA 2015. You, you feel me? And, 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 and it's going to rank who the top. Now, there's no shock to the world that Ben Simmons was the number one pick in the, uh, in the NCAA draft. It's no, it, was, it was no shocker, see? It was, we weren't like sitting there going, oh, Ben Simmons, I can't believe it. I thought Ben Simmons was going to be number 28. It, see, it was no shock. As a matter of fact, it might have been a couple, but the NBA experts, they weren't shocked. 
They knew who, now I don't care who they said was number one, you know, who was number two, right. number three. Carl Cousin from Barbados right. didn't just magically no, go just, first round. You feel me? No. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? And so, Little man did not get plucked out just out of nowhere. <laughs> and so here's a, here's, a, here's a real practical exercise. Go get a sheet of paper. You in real estate. Go get a sheet of paper and find out what number you are. Find out what number you are. Like, because they got a number, like the top real estate people in your state, in your city, and in this world. Go, just go look it up. Google your name. Google your name. Like, ask somebody to Google it for you so you're not biased and see what comes up. Like, just, just rank yourself. If you were in high school basketball, just rank yourself. Everything is ranked, see? There's a measurement on everything. So, so just go look your name up and just see, or at least be, be, courageous enough to go somewhere and sit down without feelings and emotions and you know and 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 and, and cockiness and arrogance and just what number are you in the world and let me tell you something if you ask 20 people in the motivational speaking world like people who do self-help if you ask them what number i am i guarantee you now i'm not saying they're gonna say i'm number one but i guarantee you see out of 20 people Six or 16 or 17 going to give you the exact number. Like nobody's going to say, all right, I think he 20. All right, I think he 50. All right, I think he 22. Like you're not going to get a, 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 a variety of answers. Like it's going to probably be in that same, like one through five is going to be in that category. So I'm just saying to you, like for real, for real, go sit down somewhere, give yourself a number. Try to see if you can compare that to the true industry standards. See, uh, 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 real quick, guys, just real quick. I found, I, I, I was in Palm, West Palm Beach at the mall, see, at the mall. I found a diamond. I'm like, yo, I'm in wet, like, Serena got a house here. You know, Oprah got a house. Like, people who are famous have homes, you know, in the West Palm area. I found a diamond, see, in West Palm, bruh. At the mall, bruh, I'm telling you, I was so geek. I grabbed that joint and I got me a nice little um, a, a holder. I put it in there. I was on a tour, got home, told Didi about it, right? Didi and I went to a jeweler. See, I'm telling you, I went to Google to find out what a diamond was and everything they said, like, it will shine like this. It will look like this. It will do this. See, I promise you, I was like, yo, D, out of the eight things they said, Six of them, we got six of these. It's on and popping. See, I'm talking about for real. Me and D I was like, yo, this is it. You know what I'm saying? I was geek. I went, see, to the jeweler, and my man, I see, I thought my man was gonna pull out the little eye thing and look at it for me and tell me how <laughs> sweet it was. I promise you, see, I guess it's a new technology. Now your hotel key didn't catch up, but they got new technology. <laughs> right. My man, he just zapped. My it. man pulled out a machine and zapped that joint, and see that sucker went to like, I don't know, like it went zoo, and I was like, yes, it went zoo. Oh, the needle went zoo. I was like, yes, and he showed me, and he said, yo, when the needle do that, that meeting right there, like it's a rock, you know what I'm saying, versus a diamond. He was like, bro, this ain't it's plastic. It's plastic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, see, but but from the outside looking <laughs> in, hey, it looked I like a diamond. I I hadn't heard this story. I'm trying oh, to figure no, out. What, no. I'm like, wait, is he telling? I thought it was like the guru story. <laughs> I was like, is this like a, 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 is he being for real here, or is this something he being facetious? No, I'm about? being for real. But it was not a diamond. It was my man laughing at me. 
I'm being real, y'all. I'm not making this stuff up. When I walked like a diamond. Uh, when I walked in this <laughs> building, see, my boy was like, yo, is that E.T. the hip hop preacher? He was like, Dad, do you know? You know his father. Oh, he's like, Dad, do you know who this is? So now see that all the all, all the money is up. All the all the chips is on the table. It's E.T. the oh, hip hop preacher. Man. He ain't coming in with a diamond yeah. like Dad. We got a fake diamond. Oh man, fake diamond. See, I felt so a bad. Cubic I'm talking about. <laughs> I felt so bad. See, my man was like, what you want to do with it? I'm like, throw it in the trash. But I'm making a point, see? Like it wasn't real, even though it looked real. It wasn't real. And how did I know it wasn't real? They put it to the test. And some of you out there, you fake. You fake. You not, you not who you say you are. You got business cards, you got websites, you got all this stuff, but you fake. You've not put in the work. You've not put in the time. You do not have the substance. And so you're going to fizz out. You gonna, When you get tested, and we all get tested, you're going to get tested. And you're going to get tested over a period of time. And, and, and you, you're going to come up short. So what we're saying is go in the lab and really get under the fire. Because a diamond, in order to be a diamond, it's got to go through the fire. Then it, it got to go through the pressure. And then they cut it. And many of you, you've not gone through the pressure. You've not gone through the fire. You've not been cut. And so you're not a real diamond. So just go in the lab and stop playing. Go in the lab, stop playing, and do what you got to do. I, I got to, I'm sorry, y'all. I got to put it on pause because I got to go iron Dee's clothes. She about to kill me. She'll be out the shower in about five minutes and I'm waxing deep and don't have her stuff ready. Please go do that. Please go do that. We'll have Ask E.T. ready for you when you come back. Hey, so I'm hearing it. See, like we do, we talk about taxes. Like you got, don't wait to get audited. Do your own doggone audit. Like, make sure oh, yeah, you no do doubt. it on your own so you can find out whatever gaps they are. And you got, man, yeah, that's big. That's big. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and I think, and I hope people understood, Carl, what I'm talking about. Um, you know, it, it's the art of war, you know, and knowing your own strengths and weaknesses, knowing the opponent's strengths and weaknesses. But I think what's so deep about it, and I hope they caught it, is like, yo, it, it will guide everything you do. You know what I mean? Like, like, like you look at like our company, ETA. Now we're not a, a huge company. We got 15, 16 full-time employees, right? Something like that. So within our company, we're able to take an honest assessment of where we are, right? Because let's just be honest. You know, we E is like top five in the world in terms of speaking. Our company is not top five in terms of how we move as a unit. Me, me and Carl always talk about. The company is behind where E is. Now, the company is doing well. You know, we're young, we're learning, we're growing, all of those things. But the company is obviously behind where Eric Thomas is as a speaker. So we're working on that. But because we're able to self-assess, what we're able to do year in and year out, week in and week out, is we're able to look and say, hmm, what do we need? Right? Like, that. that is a crucial element. Like, we were able to hire somebody to come on and do HR because we knew we need more help in that area, right? We have certain areas in which we know we have a deficiency, which we can plug somebody in and help us go to the next level, right? And some of you, because you don't take that honest assessment, you have no idea what you need. Like, like you don't know what you need. And I think for us, we were able to say, okay, none of us are like super social media gurus, right? So we were able to say, all right, cool. That's one of our deficiencies. All right, Ryan, you need a job? Come on. 
help us run the Snapchat, help us run this Instagram and the Twitter and all of these things. And as a result, boom, our social media goes through the roof. Hey, just yesterday, let me just talk to that real quick. Just yesterday we had a meeting and I was like, Ryan, so about a week or so ago, we had like this meeting, like, yo, our numbers aren't growing. We've been watching, you know, some of the other, you know, top dogs in the industry and we're seeing their numbers not growing at the rate. We that, right. Absolutely. They're growing, but not right. as fast as they should be. And literally, we sat down for, I mean, like a two and a half hour meeting about maybe a week or two ago and really broke it down. We studied some of the top, I mean, top people. What are they doing? What are they posting? And between Ryan and Chuck, they kind of led the meeting. And they were like, yo, one of the things we're doing is posting too much. And we like say, what? Like, you never think that could be a bad thing. They're like, yo, we are doubling the amount of posts that other people are doing. I'm talking about measurement and self-assessment again. What are we doing wrong? What are the gaps? Like, yo, we posting too much. And there's some content that we posted that don't even get a lot of hits. Why are we posting that? You know what I'm saying? We could have kept doing it. We like it. It looks good. But no, we looked at it. And I promise you, Ryan said to us yesterday in the meeting, yo, our numbers have quadrupled in terms of the weekly growth. In less than, I'm talking about like in a week, He's like, our numbers have quadrupled. He's like, it's four times. We were growing at like, you know, a couple hundred per week. He was like, yo, it was like 1,900 people in the last week, literally, just from that one tip. So I'm telling y'all, it's not something that we're making up. This is what we are doing on a daily basis. Let's look at where we are. Let's look at the gaps that we have. Let's study other people in the industry that we know are doing it well. And let's fill the gaps. Ain't nothing personal. You're not bad. You're not not doing what you're supposed to do. But we got to the point now where, hey, we're not satisfied with being here. We want to get to that level. So we're going to keep pushing. We're going to keep pushing and keep studying. But that I'm talking about when he when he said that yesterday, I called him like, yo, like we walked through the, the numbers in a meeting. But then I called him after like, yo, Ryan, break this down for me. He's like, yo, look at the engagement on the post that we're doing. Like people are now coming to the page. They're getting more of the inspiration that they love. And I'm like, yo, I love it. Like it's nobody. And see, you can speak to it. But there are times where we were like, yo, Ryan, you got to post more. Like we only put TGI once up this week. No, you got to put it up more so people can see it. And Ryan's thing was like, yo, I ain't trying to be funny. But it's there on the page. Like, they can see it. We just got to find something interesting enough for them to click on to get to the page. So he said, instead of posting it five times, no, no, post something real interesting next. And they'll click on that and come to your page and everything else they can see there. So just a practical example of what we are doing as a company, man, to to, to self-assess. Yeah, no, and I think, um, you know, and I hope that people understand it. And I think, you know, because we are... You know, we try to be mind, body, soul in this company. Like, this is a tool, that, guys, that you can use for not only business or where you are professionally. Oh, for sure. Relationships. Even in your personal yeah. life. Right, of course. I mean, in, in, in your marriage, you know, are you able to self-assess? Are you able to find out, you know, how you're doing as a, a, a husband, a wife, a father, a mother, whatever? Like, we're able to take an honest look at ourselves. And I think, like I said, I, I think it might be skewed for us because... You know, maybe people want to be around. And so, like, it, it's so funny to me. Like, people will run up on you and be like, hey, I want to work with y'all. I'm like, you know, and I'm like, what do you do? And they're like, ah, uh, well, you know, and I'm like, man, like, yo, be- before you say you want to work with us, like, yo, work on your game, master your craft, and then come to us and say, hey, here's what I have to provide. But I think people, you know, see people at a certain level. I, I love it. Dudes run up on E all the time and, be- and-, and like, tell E, yeah, man, people say I sound just like you. <laughs> I'm like, uh, do you? Yeah, you might be loud. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, right, I'm saying. I'm, and now, don't get me wrong. Th- there are things that you might have in common with right. Eric Thomas, maybe some passion and some other things. But, like, I wouldn't even tell Eric Thomas that people say I sound like no, him. Like, I don't all. know, just self-assessing, yep. I wouldn't even try to go there. Like, 
Imagine if somebody ran up on LeBron like, yo, everybody tell me I play just like you. <laughs> it's like, well, why are you not in the league then? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, let, let's just be for real. But I think, you know, people look at it and, and, I, I th- and I, like I said, no disrespect because I think they see it as a compliment. But I don't think they're able to make a, a realistic assessment of, I probably shouldn't be saying this because I could come across as, uh, I think I'm on his level. Right, right. You know what uh, I mean? Uh, Instead of coming across as being humble, uh, if that makes sense. No, perfect sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, no, nah, man. That, yeah, yeah, see, I, and I ahead. wanted to talk real quick, man, if you didn't mind about, um, you know, just... You know, again, yeah, you hear me speak, and yeah, you feel like, you know, because I am, I'm real practical. I'm, I'm not really that, you know, um, you know, that astute. Like, you wouldn't look at me like a scholar or anything of that nature. You know what I'm saying? And, and that could be deceptive sometimes, you know, because my simplicity does not, ne- does not lend to my work ethic. You know, my simplicity does not allow you um, to not only see what time I wake up, but the activities you know, throughout that time frame, you know, so it's kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of deceptive, you know, but let me just I'll give you guys a practical example. So we were at uh, the airport the other day. Uh, we were leaving Miami and I guess there was a family headed. Um, they were headed um, somewhere internationally and apparently she doesn't fly a lot. She had a very awkward bag first and foremost, and it was oversized. So let's say they give them 50 pounds she was probably over 10 pounds or whatever. And it was amazing that we had just put on 12 boxes, probably, Carl, 12, 15 boxes, you know. I think it was 15 yeah, that we free. put on, yeah. Free. She had one bag that was oversized, and they were charging her $175, right? And so in the attempt, I saw what was going on, and she was trying to take stuff out. Well, see, by the time she finished, she probably had almost all her stuff out. You know, so I, 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 so, so I was just like, look, ma'am, you know, this, we can take care of this, whatever. But my point is that the lady who was helping us said to the lady that was helping her, is she with them? Because she was like, if she's with him, then don't worry about that. Just go and give her a free bag. Like, look out for her. And I was sitting there like, wow, see, like, this is so, you know, this is so indicative of, uh, you know, um, this profession in life and going to the next level because I'm, I'm, I'm diamond, you know, with Delta. I have spent so many hours on those planes. I've invested so much money. I've spent so much time in Sky Club. You know, I, I have been in, I've spent so much time in the Detroit airport. You know, I, I mean, I'm so loyal to Delta. You know, I, I'm just, every time I fly, if Delta has the flight, and we're talking about since the late 90s when it was Northwest and Delta, you know what I'm saying? And they merged, you know, so I have, I've invested so much. It seemed like this was this lady's first time flying. And so Delta wasn't willing to show her the same lenience they were able to, they were willing to show me. They weren't willing to commit to her on the level they were willing to commit to me. And that's what I mean. When I walk up to the, um, to, to the to 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 the um, stewardess or, or to the cashier when they walk up we look like the same person see we, we you can't tell how many times she's flown you can't tell how many times I've flown like it's all the same like it looks alike so when I get up to speak and you get up to speak you know when I walk into that middle school I walk into the high school and you walk into your high school you walk in your middle school we look the exact same but when we get to the cash register when, uh, when we get to the agent 
I apologize. When we get to the agent and the agent looks up my name and looks up my history, she sees diamond. She sees almost a million miles. She's seeing how much money I spent that month. She's seeing how many times I've flown. Then that's when it separates, see? That's when the separation happens. The separation don't happen when we get in line. The separation happens when, not even when we get on the plane. The separation happens when they look at my status and they see diamond. You, it's like, uh-oh, Mr. Thomas, thank you for being diamond. How many bad, like, yo, I laugh when they say, you can only take on, I'm like, that don't apply to me. I take on a big bag, two big bags. You know what I'm saying? That don't apply to me. I bring on a, a guitar and a violin and a cello on that joint. And, 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 and I promise you, they will look at you and go, what's that? But then when they see your status, they're like, oh, Mr. Thomas, Mr. Thomas, can we put that in the closet? Would you like us to put that in the closet, Mr. Thomas? And all I'm saying is because we look just alike and because you can use the language that I can use and you can do the passion that I use. But what happens when we get to the line, we get tested. We get tested when we get to the line. And, 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 and it's like, oh, GED, all right, PhD, got it. Okay, homeless, okay, a homeowner, okay. Um, 19 years old, he got married, all right, 26 years, all right, got it. Oh, boom, okay, yep, got it, yep. And so you, we gonna all get tested, y'all. And if you built your house on the sand, when the storm come, when you get, you're gonna get blown away. And so ETA started from the bottom and we did it the right way. We went through the process and as a result of going through the process, when we get tested, it says diamond or gold or platinum or silver. And so you cannot out, you cannot fake out your status. You only put in a certain amount of time. You've only been willing to work so hard. And now that it's test time, it, it, the, the truth is going to come out. Mm. It's, 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 it's the test time, y'all, for real. You heard what he said. It's test time. Like it's it's time to put it to the test. And don't worry if you're not uh, passing the test. If you're not acing the test like you want to now, that's the beautiful thing about self-assessing. You can find out what you need to know that you don't know, right? We we can literally find that out. What's your mother call it? Triple darkness. When you when you uh, when you don't know that you don't know that you that don't, you don't know, know that you don't know. Right. I'm like yo. So so self-assessing allows you to come up out of that. Oh, so um, let's let's get right into uh, our next segment, guys. That was that was positive, and I'm sorry, man. We're just all, all summer That's 16. It. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was crazy. I, sorry, I went to the I took Candace to the Drake concert Friday night, so I got the summer 16 on, on my head so, still. So, um, the Drake concert was cool, man. Drake hey, before you cool. jump, it was after before you, you jump too though, far. See, no, no, I just oh, I wanted bad, to right. ask Eason. We gonna just do the. The, the ASPW tour right here on the call because the, the whole circuit, I want to go back to the whole Delta thing. See, sorry, my bad. I was looking outside, so I, I wasn't paying attention. But so he literally, we all walk up to the counter. So where I'm going, guys, is awareness. We talk about awareness in the book as well. And I'm telling you, me, Ken, it's a bunch of us. We had him back. E some kind of way like I'm literally see I'm playing with the little girls I mean the girl that's there that's you know doing the check-in I'm looking at her kids and laughing with them and I am oblivious to the situation so I, I kind of want to ask E about like yo how do you gain more awareness as to what's going on because I'm standing right there I'm standing right there but yet I'm seeing something totally different than what he's seeing and what I respect about E is he's seeing 
always seeing ways that he can add value. He can help somebody. So while I'm there looking at the kids and talking to them and playing with them, you know, that kind of stuff, like I ain't, I ain't doing nothing wrong. I ain't being a jerk. I ain't being snotty. Like I'm seeing something. I'm trying to add value. But he's seeing a whole bigger picture. So yeah, I just want to ask you about that specifically. Like, how can you increase awareness? Like, what makes you see these things that other people I, don't? I, I just think awareness, Carl. I mean, you just said it. Like, I, I think she said it earlier. So let's be honest. See, there's a like you have to recognize that you're not that you, you know, you're not all that in the bag of chips. Doesn't mean that you're not gifted in an area. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean that you're not. Um, you're not special, you know, that you don't have an, you know, this, this area where you dominate. But it also means that you do have some blind spots. It also means that you do have some, some, some um, what, we, what, we, what we like to call not weaknesses, but undeveloped strengths. And so one of the things I realize, see, is that I am not naturally gifted, you know, academically. I'm not, you know, naturally. So, I, so one of the things for me is that when you're playing chess, you know that, you know, being able to be like four or five moves ahead of a person is critical. So for me, focusing and and being aware is what gives me that that advantage. Like it, if other people don't see it and I see what they don't see and then I can respond and act in ways that they don't respond or act. Well, see, it can actually make me look intelligent. You know, it, it can really make up for some of my defects. So it's almost like a Peyton Manning who doesn't have a lot of speed, per se. He can't really get out the pocket and do a lot of running. And he's not the most accurate thrower, really, you know, but there are things that he's able to do because of his heightened sense of awareness. So for me, I walk out the house knowing, A.E., pay attention to not just you, because that's what we do naturally, but pay, and not just your family, because that's what we do naturally. You know, naturally, you're going to look out for your wife and your kids. That's a natural reaction. Like, that's just a part of who we are as humans. Like, this is, these are my people, and I got to make sure my people are good. So what I say is, E, be aware of what's going on uh, three feet within you, five feet, six feet. Like, pay attention to every human that walks past you. Speak to them. Give them eye contact. Because why? Most humans don't speak. Most people aren't giving eye contact. Most people are on their phone or most people are, you know, um, kind of, you know, engaged with their own world. You know, and so I'm in the cash register. She at the cash register. You know, so I'm like, okay, Carl just put the bags up. So here's a lady with her daughter and two little ones. So, all right, just be aware. Speak. How you doing? Okay, now look and see if there's any needs they have. Okay, the lady just said, that's five pounds over. All right, cool. Pay attention, right? Um, okay, that's another five. Okay, take that out. Okay, nope, you're still over. Okay, take that out. So I'm at that point, I'm like, okay, she, she has one bag, and apparently she's traveling with these kids. They need their clothes, right? There's no way possible you're going to take out everything. So I'm like, here go my card. Do it. And I'm also being mindful, CJ, of not embarrassing this lady and making her feel stupid because she don't have the money. Right. So I'm also cautious of that. And so I'm just telling the lady, I got this from a distance. And she's like, well, it's one hundred and seventy five. I'm like, shh, I got it. Like, relax. Here go the car. Take the car. Swipe it. Don't do it in front of everybody. You know what I'm saying? Don't make a big scene. Don't say thank you, Mr. Thomas. Let's just be incognito with this. We don't want to bring attention to them. We just want them to be able to take their bags. Now, I'm going to be honest with you guys. The next level of, of awareness, and what happens when you practice awareness, you get better at it. The next one was I walked out hurt, see? I walked out hurt because, and I didn't know if there was a way I could fix it, 
but I didn't know if she was flying one way. Hopefully she was only going one way. It looks like, you know, she was going to an island. So hopefully she was going there and she was staying. I don't know, you know, but my problem was she got to come back. And when she comes back, she going to have that same problem again. You know what I'm saying? I was hurt like, yo, E, what could you have done to pay for her coming back? Because she's going to have that challenge again and she may not be in the position, you know, whatever. Hopefully, you know, but I'm just saying, see, that my heightened sense of awareness didn't just stop at getting her home. I also began to think about how she going to get back now. So it, 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 it doesn't take like you don't need a engineering degree. You don't need a medical degree or a law degree to be aware. It's free. And that's what we talk about when we talk about phenomenal will. Phenomenal will is in essence is this. This construct, this thought process that you're starting from zero, you don't have resources. And so then how do you gain access without resources? And so then we have absolutely nothing, but we use social capital now as a resource. We use relationships. We use pouring into people and doing for people and gaining a sense of loyalty and, 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 and a sense of uh, reciprocity in order to get us to the next level. So what do you mean by that, E.T.? I pour into C.J. I don't have money, but I do everything else I can. I pour into Carl. I don't have money, but I do what I can. Eventually, they give back to me in their what? In their talents, in their time, in their gift. So I used my social capital first. Had no money to give them, but I gave them what I could. I poured into them. I invested into them as humans. Self-development, spiritual development. And then eventually, together, we were able to gain capital. Hmm. Love it, man. Love it. No. Yeah, no, that is. And, and that's uh, some great info. Hopefully, y'all taking that in, man, and y'all getting that Y'all getting that free of charge. So, um, hey, let's move in. Let, hey, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. I'm like, I'm sitting here like, yep, that's exactly, hey, hey, y'all getting the blueprint. It's exactly how we did it. For real, that social capital is huge, and I think, for real, E always jokes about it, but I think the GED is the best thing that ever happened to E because he always say, I got a lot of common sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't blessed with the, you know, the 4.0 magna cum laude. So you, there were some things that you had to do um, to supplement that, you know, and I think sometimes people get stuck on, you know, just that, you know, that that whatever whatever they deem to be their greatest strength and they don't look at any of their weaknesses. So, um, yeah, no, thanks for that, man. Let's move into... Uh, man, and I don't know how we topped last week. Maybe we don't, uh, but we did one got to go, Mike versus Mike versus Mike. And um, unfortunately, Mike Tyson had to bite the bullet last week. But uh, I got a different one for you. I wanted to go in a different direction. And I'm, I kind of know already, and maybe, you know, maybe it won't be as controversial, but uh, one got to go, all right? This first one, let me think of my narration for him. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying I'm trying to make sure this first one is is a giant, perhaps one of the most well-known, well-respected brands in the world. Its founder, Steve Jobs, was considered to be one of the all-time thought leaders of our time. The next one is connects you to the world. I mean, it is, it has become now, uh, you don't even say, let me, let me look that up. You just use this word as the actual, uh, the, the, the verb noun for it. The next one 
is something that is near and dear to ETA's heart. It allows you to bring your audio-visual to a platform that can be consumed by everyone. Wow. So, in this episode wow. of One Gotta Go. One Gotta Go. Wow. One Gotta Go. It never existed. <laughs> Apple, Google, it can't be YouTube. It can't be YouTube. It can't be YouTube. I know, YouTube. that's what I said. I was still, hey, I was on the plane yesterday when I was coming up with this. And Candace was helping me, and she was like, well, yeah. you know YouTube is out. I was like, <laughs> hey, I know, but let me just put it in there hey, anyway. And I'm going to throw a curveball at you. I'm going to throw a curveball because I think I know what you're going to say. But I'm going to throw a curveball at you and say, I don't know that Google can go because I wouldn't have got my dissertation oh. without Google. So I know you want to just get throw Google up under the bus. Hey, but <laughs> what, hey what kind of computer did you use to do it? Uh, <laughs> uh, see, every edit that I've ever done is Apple. Every edit. Yeah, and that's why I, who yeah, I really want to hear from was Carl, because I know oh. Carl is this is more Carl's face. So I'm like, hey, Carl, what about Apple, Google, though, Google Carl, or YouTube? Carl, Google one though. never existed though. Carl, but all our emails, Gmail, all our stuff was going through Gmail, Carl. Yeah, but think about this though. If Apple got to go, your iPhone got to go, your iPad, iPods from back in the day, hey, Carl, like it let's never be honest, existed. Though, Carl. We was using Dells. That is true. We started out of the Dell when we first started. We was using Dells. We was using Dell in the beginning to get our stuff to launch ourselves to the Apple level. We didn't get started using Apple, Carl, until we started making some money. C was pushing the Zoom ministry strong. (laughs) Oh, Z was zoomed out. C was zoomed out. That's Dell, baby. What's the uh, what's the uh, the Microsoft's uh, Bing? We got Bing. Bing. We gotta have Google. Bing. You know what I'm saying? Bing. Bing get you a couple results. Hey. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, Carl, the office Yahoo, the office software we was using Keynote at first. Keynote is definitely there. No, no, that's Apple. E. Keynote is Apple. You thinking PowerPoint? No, I meant PowerPoint. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, I can't even say it. It's so far back. Yeah, we started with the PowerPoint boy, y'all. We started with the five points. I'm, I'm Look, Carl struggling. Hurt, though, you know Carl I'm Apple about, I'm to struggling. the okay, I just got one question, though, Carl. Secret to success. What was that shot on? Hmm. Secret to success. Ken, Ken did that. Did it. I don't think no, I don't think. But I'm saying it was still. Was Apple involved? Yeah, it Ken was probably still had Apple, Apple back Apple, then, Yeah, he added on Apple then. Okay. All right. All right. No doubt. No doubt. I'm just asking. Ooh. This is rough. I'm out of it, see? I lost. I'm out of it. No, I'm out of it. Out. You got to give me an answer. Ooh. That ain't how the game works. You were so crook on getting my boy <laughs> Tyson week. up out of there last week. Wow. Now you punking out. Yep. Come on. Come on with it. Ooh. I'm waiting. So I got to choose Ooh. between Apple You're getting and rid Google. of it. It never existed. Man. Man I'm too close, bro. They're too close, bro. I'm talking about giants. Never existed. Wow. Oh, my Facebook's gone. Like, let me tell you something. Man. We're going to take, if we took Google out, and I feel you, if we took it out, though, see, it's like back to the future, bro. <laughs> I don't even know if we're here on this conversation. <laughs> oh. I don't even know if we're on this phone right now having this conversation, bro. Right, you got to take out Google Maps. Oh, my you God. know what I'm saying? Everything. Remember uh-huh. how we use Google Maps, uh-huh. Carl? Do oh, I? And all the advantage stuff. Oh, wow. man. Yeah, see, I'm taking out Google, but I'm saying But you think of how far on. Apple has pushed I'm technology. Lean, I'm, I'm leaning. You talk, we might be back to the Stone yeah, Age that's either real. way. I'm saying I'm leaning toward Google. But I'm talking about, it's, it's, like you said, there's so much in terms of society that Google has, you know, like, established. Whew. 
So so the mm. so put it this way. Yeah. The only man, oh, I can't even say that. I was gonna say the, what the, what hey. Apple has done is that the world has adopted Apple into everything. Like in terms of your phone, you know what I'm saying? You check in with your your flight oh, on your phone, like sure. everything. So I'm saying, I. Oh, if it wasn't for Apple, we'd still have a flip phone. Oh, straight up. No kids. Straight up. So I, I'm saying I'm yeah, leaning. No disrespect to Samsung. Wow. But if it wasn't for Apple, we'd still have a Nokia flip. And I'm not an Apple freak like Carl right, is. Right, right. But I do know that they didn't set the trend for show. Man. And, and here's the curveball. Google bought YouTube. Mm. YouTube is owned by Google now. So I'm saying you're talking about a curveball. Mm. So if you take Google out. Oh, no, that, no, that, no, that's a real curveball. <laughs> if you ball. take Google out, yeah, YouTube no, that's is a real gone. So, so give me a final woo. answer, y'all. Man. I'm going to get rid of it. I'm going to say Apple got to go. Uh, all right. Well, I need I'm, Google. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Hey. I, you know how many times I done said Google that? Like, come on. <laughs> you know how many debates have been won by me off of Google? Like my boy trying to tell me how many yards Barry Sanders rushed for? Google that. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Hey, so, I, I never said about. Apple that. <laughs> hey, I'm, I, hey, I'm taking out the trash while y'all doing that. No, nope, come on, give us your answer. Out. I gave oh. mine. Yeah, I'm Apple got to go. I'm Carl. taking the trash out. Why, oh, hey, why, you think, why, why y'all? Why y'all decide which one? I'm taking the trash out, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Google. I'm gonna go with Google. Google and gotta I go. Repercussions. Right. Yeah. I know the repercussions. But Google, Google. I'm just trying go. to see. Hey, Google so we'd have had to. So they're, they're, I'm trying to see the other technology options that would have created the, the same outcome for us. Um, you do have what do you call it? It's not as as robust. Well, it's a different platform. Vimeo is also there for video, but it, it's not like as easily shared as as um, YouTube. So I'm man, whew. Carl, oh, enough of the nerd oh. talk. Which one gotta go? <laughs> Uh, I can't get rid of, I, you can't lose YouTube, you can't lose Apple. Google is the slight, I'm talking about oh. slight underdog. I'm, we would have had to use All Bing. Right, and, what sure. was the other one? Was it Ask Jeeves or something? They had one other one, Ask something. Oh, uh, Yahoo had a yeah, search. We would have had to use the Yahoo joint. Lord have hey, mercy. Hey, everybody out there, start going and using Yahoo and oh, Bing. Google, Google is gone. never... Oh. Existed. We two to one on Google. So again, I lose. I wanted Apple gone. I could have. Hey, I could have switched over and did the Android. I'm just saying we wouldn't be doing this podcast. Oh, man. no doubt. Oh, hey, well, coming through iTunes. We would. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be as 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 viewed. Oh. Let's just say that. Um, so no, that was the one got to go. I'm sick to the stomach. Uh, See, I can't week. even finish the podcast. My stomach hurt. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. So uh, with that being said, man, goodbye, Google. It was nice knowing uh. you. And uh, maybe in another life. Uh, let's transition over to uh, Ask ET. We got to get this thing running. We, we running over. Y'all tripping. Y'all took too long <laughs> to answer. Um, let's get over into Ask ET. Uh, of course, Ask ET is brought to you by BreatheUniversity.com. The all-new and all improved BreatheUniversity.com. Carl, what are, what are people saying about the new platform the new training programs that we have on there. What what are what's the feedback, Carl? So I, I told I told one lady like, man, our whole aim is to impress you. We want to make sure we could take you out on the second date. She said, let me tell you something. Like I'm gonna date y'all till I die with this upgrade. She like, yo, mm. and then she's like, honestly, well, let's just go on to get uh, married. Let's, let's then. get married. Let's get married. She said, honestly, like, I thought y'all were next married. level. 
But she's like, yo, everything about this platform speaks like next level. Like y'all are now like industry standard in terms of training. I'm just like, wow. Oh yeah, yeah it's nah, real. above industry standard. Yeah, it's yeah. real. No, we yeah. The way I I was like, yo, we went from like Atari to Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Like th- uh, Atari to Xbox 360 oh, on no the pool. Doubt. So. Nah, man, it's it's beautiful, man. We again, of course, we would love for you to join us, man. We had a bunch of people signed up in Miami, which was great. Uh, the network is just growing and growing, man. They did the BU brunch in Miami. Like this is this is what we're talking about. We're not just even talking about us, and you know, never mind the fact that E. Carl and I are you know doing our thing with the you know program and hosting the calls and all these other things. The network that is being built Bananas. out of this. The BU students, yep. they went to brunch on their own and had a huge brunch. You know, where they all had the shirts on, they met a bunch of, you know, famous people or whoever. Uh, YB was telling me they met and, you know, just out, man, and networking with each other and building alliances and all of this, man. So um, definitely go on to breatheuniversity.com, use the promo code BU special for 50% off your first month. We would love to see you um, as a part of our family, love to see you, you know, out at the conferences, repping your BU gear. Um, we, we will definitely see y'all soon in the community. All right, let's jump into, um, ask ET. And the first question, I like this question. Sabrina from New Mexico wants to know, ET, how do you prepare for a TGIM versus a live speech? Hmm. The, the focus is different. You know, uh, with TGIM, I have to be in tune with the world. It was funny. I hadn't heard it before. Um, in my spirit, I hadn't heard it before. Of course, I heard Seed say, welcome world, when he was doing the podcast. He said, welcome world. And I was like, wow, that's deep. Like, we literally are speaking to the world. You know, this isn't, a, um, this isn't like words of affirmation to get ourselves pumped up for something that's going to come. Like, it's real. We are talking to the world. You know, and so when you're talking to the world, you have to be in tune with the world. You know, so I'm watching the news. You know, um, I'm listening to conversations that are happening in the grocery store, you know, at um, school, at, you know, um, you know, teachers. Just so wherever I go, I'm kind of listening to, you know, listening for the worldview, what's happening in the world right now, you know. And then I make TGIMs based on that. So you, um, thus, um, the Rio edition of, you know, TGIM. We're dealing with the Olympics, right? You are identifying the needs of a particular people and then you fill in the gaps. And I think what most people do wrong is that they have these prepared messages, you know, these, these um, um, shelf life messages. And no matter who they're talking to, yeah, they're going to give it to the same person the exact same way. And I, and, I, and I just feel like, you know, there are some things in life that, man, are just next level, love being one of them. And love is spontaneous. Like love is not, you can't be robotic when you're talking about relationships. So I try to keep it fresh. And that means that I understand the pulse of the people that I'm dealing with. I understand what their needs are. And then I don't try to fill all of them. I just try to fill the need that I know that I'm specifically designed to fulfill. And let me just add this real quick. See, I was gonna say for for those of you that have been to a live event, like literally, I'm standing there in the back and see, well, CJ could talk about it too. We stand in there, we don't have a clue what slide to go to because it ain't nothing that he just got like we going through slides one through 10. I got probably like 78 slides, literally in a slideshow. And he could use all of them, he could use none of them. We don't know what he about to do on any given night. It ain't like because we just did SPW in Toronto, we gonna go do the same thing in Seattle. You know what I'm saying? So literally like he goes in the room, man, and literally just kind of feels the room out. And some nights, he, I, I think 
was it Atlanta? I think he used like four slides in Atlanta, like four. I'm talking about for like an hour and a half, four doggone slides. So it's just. He just did it in Miami too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miami was like three or something. I'll tell you, we got a bunch of stuff. Like, E, wherever you want to go, I, I try to be prepared and like have something, no matter what's going on in the world, I got some kind of slide, some kind of image, some kind of quote that, you know, if he go there, I got something to go with him. But there's just times that each. I hope y'all heard what Carl just said. Yeah. He got 75 slides. He goes up there on slide one and he might talk for 45 minutes and then say, Carl, give me the next slide. Now, he might have subconsciously ran through four or five, you know, slides in his head and kind of know, you know, so Carl can't necessarily go to slide two. So he back there and literally has to figure out this is how much chemistry we oh, have absolutely. from, from absolutely. being together for absolutely. so long. Yeah, we're we're able, like Carl, and sometimes yeah. if I see Carl yeah. might be a little confused, like, uh, what do you think? I'll, I'll go back there. But Carl would just be like, okay, based on what he just talked about for 35 minutes, let me not go to this slide that normally would come here. Let me go to this slide. And so, he, and then he'll be like, he'll be like, all right, Carl, let me get the next one. And then Carl will flash. So basically Carl is dictating to E Where what he is going, is going to talk about yeah. next. And so, yeah, interesting dynamic. I don't know if we ever shared that, but it is. Uh, and and me and Carl murdered him oh, the other yeah. day. He was going so <laughs> hard. Like he was, I was like, Carl, this next move is critical. So I walked back there with Carl and we had a quick debate and we were like, nope, all right, cool, go with this one. And boy, oh boy, oh, yeah. he went on that slide. <laughs> and just and you could tell when he loved yeah. it, and you could tell when he just kind of like, ah, whatever. Because he'll like kind of breeze through it kind of quick if he ain't fully <laughs> right, feeling right, right. it. But the other day he was like, okay, and uh, yeah, it was out of here. So, um, but great question though. Um, let's go to Celeste in Denver wants to know, Carl, when can we start the media training course you were referring to at the conference? Ooh, hey, so as of now we have, let's just say two thirds of the course live in BU right now. So if you're a Strive or Thrive member, our two top packages, you already have it. You just gotta log in there, go to your, the, the training center and the course is called the blueprint to going viral literally in the next 24 to 48 hours I'll upload the other one-third of it so the whole package should be up for sure at the end of this week uh, let me tell you something if you a speaker or you in any industry dealing with you know videos or that kind of thing the inform I'm talking about the information that they giving out I, I heard it at the boot camp they did a presentation at the boot camp and I probably couldn't even get through a quarter of their slides because there were so many questions, but um, yeah, they, it, it's phenomenal. So make sure Celeste, um, you get in BU and go check that out. Uh, e, Dominic in Philly wants to know, what did your last cheat meal consist uh, of? That was yesterday. <laughs> Cookies yeah, that was yesterday. Cream, sure. Yeah, that was last night. Um, yeah, I appreciate yeah, yeah, that was muted, y'all. I'm no, sorry. Hey, um, yeah, that was last night. You know what I'm saying? See. That was last night. Well, not cookies. Well, cookies and ice cream. ice cream. Yeah, but no cookies, though. No cookies, though. Yeah, yeah. Ah, the cookie no gut is back. No cookies, though, because I'm working out too hard now. I'm back on my grind. And let me just say this to you, man, for real. I, and I, I just want to help somebody. Like, don't be like me when you grow up, you know. Um, man, I promise you, man, I went three, four weeks hard in the paint working out, man. And um, unfortunately, the... the the measurement device that I use, my wife washed it in the washing machine. And I promise you guys, I was supposed to go out and get another uh, device and it took me about two weeks. 
And in that two-week process, I did not work out at all. And I realized something about myself. I care more about the measurement and the assessment of working out than I do working out, you know. And, and, and I need y'all to hear me because I was going hard. <laughs> I went hard. Wait, man, say that again. I went, y'all, I went four weeks hard. I'm talking about I was walking 13, 15 miles a day. You know, I was running three miles, you know, every other day, you know, preparing for the marathon. Wife made a mistake, washed my, I had like an old iPhone, like a smaller one, a four, you know, a four or something. And I was using that as my measurement. As soon as she washed it, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go buy me a Fitbit. You know, I'm gonna go buy me a whatever, you know what I'm saying? Get me a band around my leg so I can, and I promise you guys, it took me two weeks to get another device. And in that two weeks, I probably worked out once or twice at best. And it was like a minimum. And I realized about myself, like, yo, E, you ain't working out to work out. You're working out to hold yourself accountable. Like, you're measuring it. And when you don't measure it, you don't do it. You know, for real, yo, I'm being real. Don't be like me. Like, work out because that's what you're supposed to do. Machine or no machine, work out. <laughs> but by the grace of God, I got I got my machine back. And so I've been grinding, doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So, yeah, it's, it's, hey, it's, it's real out here, y'all. And y'all look at me like, oh, E.T. just got it going on. No, bro, no, it's, it's hard for all of us. And if it's one area that I struggled in, like, I'm not going to sit here and lie and act like, you know, I've been obese to the point where I need surgery or nothing. But you see in videos from the guru up to now, you see the up and down, you know what I'm saying, with the gut boy, you know what I'm saying? And so that's a major challenge for me. It's not, it's not hard for me to work out. It's not hard for me to go hard. But it is hard for me to go hard for like an entire year and be consistent in this area. So and not do the ice cream and not eat late at night, you know, and not, you know, eat a whole bunch of carbs. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a challenge for me. So um, I have my kryptonite and my diet. And, and working out happens to be that. So, um, but I'm not gonna give up and I'm not gonna give in. So we need to do another cookie gut no, no video with this time. The cookies well, and ice cream uh, win. Just the ice cream, the cookies didn't win. I haven't really been on cookies. Yeah, I haven't really done oh, cookies. A, and and now, listen to me, y'all think I'm playing. The reason why I haven't done cookies and ice cream is not because my love for it lost, but I, I, I told y'all hmm. that it did, but, I, but because I told you guys that I was going to try to be strong in that area, I don't want to lie to you guys. I don't want to let you down. So I've really done a phenomenal job in not keeping ice cream and cookies. I haven't bought Pillsbury Dough cookies since then. Like, I haven't had them in my house since that point, you know. Now, I can't lie to y'all. I have kept the ice cream blue bunny on deck. <laughs> but I haven't indulged the in blue it. Bunny. You know, not the bunny, the bunny. Oh, I love the bunny. You know what I'm saying? So I, 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 I kept the bunny. I kept the bunny rabbit in the freezer. But I must be honest and say I have not. You know, I haven't eaten it regularly, like the weekends or whatever. So, but it's still a struggle, man. And uh, you know, just keep watching. You know, the TGIMs to see. You know, what months I win the battle and which months I don't win the battle. <laughs> <laughs> No doubt. Uh, let's see. We got y'all. Y'all want to do one more? Uh, that's on y'all. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, this is this is an interesting question. Uh, Gerard in Orlando wants to know: Do you and CJ ever fight or seriously disagree? How do you resolve? Yeah, we never oh. fight, but we disagree. Yeah, we never fight. Oh, uh, yeah. I was gonna say y'all disagree <laughs> yeah, quite we a fight, lot, but we do quite disagree. Quite a lot. 
Hey, and I, I'll tell y'all, it was for me. I'm coming from you know a very very laid back family coming into ETA, and I'm watching C and E two strong dudes go at it. And I'm talking about on TGIM, like they're arguing on like, yo, should we keep this season going long or should we cut it? And they both got like I sit and listen to E, and I'm like, yo, he right. Like we gotta keep. He said it's like church. We got to keep feeding people. We can't stop. And she said, yeah, it is. But if you keep doing it, it's going to be watered down. And I'm like, yo, he is right, too. And they're going back and forth, man. And at the end of that, she's like, hey, y'all hungry? Let's go get something to eat. And I'm like, what just happened? Like, what just happened? <laughs> but, yeah, no, I can answer that. They definitely had some strong disagreements. But, you know, our, our, our goal, our vision is stronger than any of that. So, it don't, it don't, you know, it don't stop. I think we got into it not that long ago on, on the text. And oh, yeah, had yeah, a heart yeah. Attack. Ken got looped into a group text message and was, I'm talking about, <laughs> Ken was like, yo, is everything yeah. all right? Is, is the company about to fall apart? Yeah, no, nah, the, the vision is too big, man. So, yeah, we still we still go in the same direction at nah, the end of the day. We, hey, man, we family, you know, I, I think, you know, and I, I tell people all the time, at the end of the day, he, he's the boss. So there's no question if, you know, if he come through and just want to lay the law down and call the final shot, I'm going to respect that for sure. But I am going to push him to make sure that he's making the best decision for the company, right? I'm not going to just be like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to push him. I'm going to make sure that I challenge him in a respectful manner so that I make sure that he thought through every aspect before making that decision. And so um, sometimes it does get a little contentious just in terms of, like, the actual moment. But after that, it's over and we and we move on. You know what I mean? We both, you know, all, I mean, Carl as well, even though Carl might not be so <laughs> Carl more like whatever, but like we all want what's best Absolutely. for the company. We all would like, you know, to go to that next level. And even Carl now, don't, don't, don't let Carl fool you. A couple times I text <laughs> Carl and he was like, see, I got it. I was like, oh, okay, my bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Carl, like, yo, I got ownership in this thing too. And so, I think um, anytime you get, you know, individuals who are passionate about the same thing and taking it to that next level, um, you know, I think it's going to be, you know, some head bumping, but it's nothing to resolve. Like, you know what I mean? It's like no feelings hurt, um, at least anymore. E, e feelings used to be hurt back in the day. He used to be ready. He used to be ready to scrap me. And I used to be like, yo, chill out. But I think now, man, we got over that and um, yeah, we move on pretty quickly. So. Uh, thanks for that, man. Appreciate everybody and their questions. Carl, do we have any announcements? We got Charlotte on the 17th. Average Skill Phenomenal Will audiobook is out right now. Uh, I'm trying to think of everything we got before we get the nugget of the day. Breathe University is back stronger than ever. With it's not like new church announcements. Platform. You know what I'm saying? It's not like church what? announcements. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, Sister Jenkins' <laughs> retirement party is Saturday. Please be on time. Bring a dish to pass. Um, anything else hey. I'm missing? Carl, September 17th, Charlotte. Uh, we, we added that date kind of late. But make sure you, Charlotte, if you know somebody in Charlotte, hit them up. Get to Charlotte. Hey, I'm going to just, uh, I'm gonna just give them the sneak peek because y'all listening to the podcast. We're going to have a little sale coming up this weekend just so oh, y'all yeah, no know. Doubt. Hey, Ooh, shout out. Oh, no shout doubt. out to Ricky yep, Smiley. Sure. I heard Ricky Smiley shouted us out yesterday on his show. So shout out to Ricky Smiley for shouting us out. My uh, my wife's homegirl, um, what's her name, Didi? Teresa, yeah, Teresa. Teresa shouted us, told us he shouted us out. So we want to shout him back out. I'm like, I'm like, yeah.
All right, y'all, Rick's Mind the Morning Show. Hey, uh, here's, um, um, damn, what my mind so bad this morning? Uh, the time right now is about 10 minutes before the top of the hour. Y'all hope y'all get some inspiration from this right here. Check this out. Leader on this side. You, want, you know what's so funny? We want people to make guarantees to us, but we're not willing to make guarantees to ourselves. Now, for real, I'm going to say it again. Like, you, somebody gave you a guarantee, $30, 30-day guarantee. In 30 days, if, that, if you don't make what they told you was going to make, in 30 days, you got an attitude, you want your money back. But you've never demanded your money back from yourself. You've never looked at yourself in the mirror and said, you let you down. Until you get to that point, you let you down. You've never, you're not brave enough. You want to put it on somebody else. The reason why I'm not successful is because of my boss. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and said, I'm not getting up on time. I'm not putting in 120% when I'm at work. I let me down. Hey, hey, Craig. Yo, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this right here. Yeah. I'm going to call this speech. I'm going I'm to play this speech every morning. And I'm going to call this speech the Ricky Smiley Morning Show Bible. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it, it 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 put it put tears in my eyes. Well, I, bro, when I heard that speech, man, the dude, the dude had me so motivated and so fired up, man. It had me looking at myself in the mirror, and and I'm talking about I play if I don't play it for nobody else but myself, mm -hmm. but myself. And that's what we need on this radio. Okay, we play hip-hop music. We give everybody everything that they want Why they come to the morning show, the laughter. I will play this every morning at some point. At some point. Man, crack, if you, man, that dude right there, man, that dude bless my soul, Yo, man. Yeah, Eric Thomas, man, the hip-hop preacher, he's like, he's that dude. Yeah, he is, man. He's been doing this for a while, too. Phenomenal dude. Oh, yeah. And shout-out to, uh... Shout out to Head Crack. If y'all know Head Crack from the Ricky Smiley Show, he my next door neighbor. So, yeah, that's my guy. So they they show love over there, man. They got love for us. We got love for them. So, yeah, no doubt. Um, appreciate that. Uh, I think that's it for the church announcement. That's what made you think of Ricky yeah, Smiley because I said the church yeah, announcements. Yeah. So yeah, no doubt. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, ET, you can get. Hey guys, just make sure everything. Day. Listen to me. Just make sure you do everything before you ask for anything. All right. Make sure you do everything before you ask for anything. You've heard me say it before. I can't want. I can't want what you want for you more than you want it. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't put in more effort in your dreams and your goals than you put forth. If you go fund me. Like if you put up GoFundMe and you need $20,000, I'm going to need you to put up at least $11,000. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm going to need you to do more for you than you asking me to do for you. Why? Because it's not my dream and it's not my goal. It's your dream and it's your goal. So do yourself a favor. I'm not saying don't ever ask for anything. I wouldn't be where I am without my wife, without CJ, without Carl, without my mom, without, you know, those people in the universities that bless me. Like, I, it's so many people that are responsible for why I am where I am today. But let me tell you something. I never asked them to do anything I could do for myself. Are you hearing me? I never asked them to do for me what I could do for myself. I asked Carl to do videography because that's not something that I'm capable of doing. I speak, but I've never asked anybody to get up and speak on my behalf. I speak, it's my gift, so I use my gift. So again, just make sure you do everything before you ask for anything. Hey, and on that note, we out of here. Another one in the books, man. We appreciate y'all listening. Go write us that review. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. 
You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul, with all your heart. You focus on this, and tomorrow will take care of itself. Oh, I promise you that. So on three, on three, because I believe.